Hello, everyone, and welcome to the League of Learning Wild Earth podcast. Here, we are looking to help Wild Earth players new and old to improve their game by creating a library of important information that is easily accessible for anyone who wants to up their skill. You can follow us in our Discord, on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Links to all of these can be found using our link tree available in the podcast description. If you'd like to support us monetarily, you can reach out to Hispanic Link in Discord, or you can check out our Patreon via our link tree. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 20 of the League of Learning Wild Rift podcast. We're so excited to have you here with us. We have a bunch of cool stuff to be talking about today, and we have a bunch of cool hosts here today. I am Hispanic Link. Who else we got with us? I am Chunko, as I am every week. What? Uh, Streamer extraordinaire D. Cleave is still here. Mm, That's our boy. That's our son, D. Cleave. And I'm Emily. The Quadrifecta is back together. Oh, I forgot. I am out of town. That's why he has no camera. Yeah, so I, I actually won't be able to make it to this episode. Sorry, guys. Oh, you hate to see it. We have to start with our most important update that I'm sure she's not ready to give yet. But, Emily, if you could do us a favor and log into your Wild Earth app. I already fucking us. did. Yeah? Don't assume. Yeah? Whoa. <laughs> Calm down. Hell yeah. So aggro. Wow. No, she can be aggro. Don't assume. My bad. My bad. I have 20. 20? Oh, that's such a low number. You've been working hard. Getting there. Nah. Hey, Antonio. <laughs> yeah? I got a new drink. Oh, thanks, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Those are actually some of our uh, special effects for our live streaming part of the episodes. Um, If you want to hear Ryan slurp a drink really loudly, <laughs> if you want to hear me just kind of like eat my microphone, if you want to hear Emily just rub her microphone against her shirt, and if you want to hear Dave play an ARAM, that's really why you got to watch <laughs> these live streams. The, that's the content you're missing. I can play an ARAM anytime. Why are you so fucking bad? What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's wow it's like he's playing an aram right now speaking of fucking bad the uh, the world championships coming is currently going on right now in the playing stage we got two oh and four teams duking it out oh baby the bottom of the barrel fighting for the last bit of real estate <laughs> to be fair it's the bottom of a really shiny barrel because it's the world championship that's true <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're all better than you. Yeah. Every one of them. The worst of a world-class team is still a world-class team. <laughs> king of shit, man. It's still a king, yeah? It be true. It be true. <laughs> How about that fucking Bills game today, by the way? Holy Yo. shit, that was a banger. I know the Bills won, but did you see that fucking second and 19 that Lamar Jackson converted? Where he, like he slipped out of the sack and just, he like chucked it up, 
three, two people, four people, two defenders, two receivers bobbled it, and it ended up being complete. What the fuck, dude? Can't even be mad about that kind of shit. It's like, <laughs> no, it's just how it goes down. But yeah, Bill's looking pretty decent. Sports ball. <laughs> Yeah, sports ball, Dave. P- let people like things. Damn. Uh. <laughs> I, that's why I say sports ball. I'm happy for you. Fuck off. <laughs> you know what league is, Dave? It's digital sports ball. He's not wrong. <laughs> Goddamn. It's called eSports ball, if I remember correctly. <laughs> this is me being happy for you. Let me be happy for you. Shit. Look at that smile, Ryan. I You can't tell, but I'm smiling. So, Like a gaping maw. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next topic. Next topic. Sir? All right, Star Walking. Bang or bust. Emily, we'll start with you. It's like a song. <laughs> Emily with the hot topics, as always, taking these hot takes. The blazing hot takes. <laughs> Scorching hot. It's like, fine. <laughs> I Like, I, I, I get it. I get why people would like it. I actually don't disagree. So I actually I like the song in a vacuum. I think if it wasn't like marketed as a world's anthem, it would be it would be received a lot better, right? Cuz I think it's a great song. I just it, it's not very hyphy, right? It's not it doesn't really get me pumped up. I think the chorus is pretty good, but then it just like someone put a a, a fan-made edit of it of this on Reddit last week or whatever of like they added kind of like a dubstep drop to uh to the song and just kind of brought it to its i don't know i want to say logical conclusion but gave, gave it a more satisfying resolution <laughs> because i feel like the song as it's currently written mm-hmm. just leads has a lot of build-up and not a lot of like okay cool not like you know boom this is the the anthem kind of thing it's all tease no please yeah and like mm-hmm. Uh, I init- as far as the music video, I initially really liked it, and then I realized I liked it because I've missed the, the last couple worlds videos because it's it's super similar and just kind of uninspired. I think I, I don't know if those animators do a great job at what they do, but I, like someone pointed out to me that like Riot seems to just have like this mega boner for Mecha stuff, <laughs> um, and like it's just. Mecha stuff is cool. I love Pacific Rim, right? But let's, you know, there's so many other cool things that you know the League of Legends uh, universe has the ability to explore. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Dave, what do you think about the song? I like it. I think it's a good song. Okay, Dave. <laughs> oh, you said Dave. I thought you said how do you like it? Like just asking the group as a general. Dave. Dave. Please go ahead. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of build-up for something you're going to be really disappointed in. You didn't like it. I have not listened to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's so much worse. The only reason I've listened to it is because Antonio's been listening to it constantly. <laughs> Dave! <laughs> Why would you do this? Oh, you've, you've at least heard the chorus, right? Like, you've watched the broadcast? No. You, you haven't watched the world's broadcast at all this weekend? No. I've been busy. Oh my! I've been. I've, I've literally been working all week. You call yourself what? You work Monday through Friday, don't you? I know, but I've been having to do work all fucking weekend, bro. Dude, that sucks. He's a salaried job. He works whenever the fuck they say he works. Dude, I'm salaried and I haven't worked in this past whole week. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say, and I haven't worked in years. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
No, I, I I had to do so much shit, but anyway, no, I have not listened to it. Like I've I've heard so much shit about it. I'm just like, I can do without it. All right, it's just a, it's a fine song. Like I don't think it it's a good song to like be playing in between like games or however they're playing it. Obviously, I haven't been watching, but like it's a fine song like to be on the radio or whatever. But I think the part of the chorus that they've been playing between games has been uh, like I like it. It is the like the the hyphiest part of the song and it's it's still pretty chill so like that's i think that's most of our grievance with it right antonio yeah i was gonna say it sounds like we have two bangers one buster and one blunder happens yeah exactly in those terms for sure <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it'll come up in playlists at some point oh of course oh shit there's a neil in this game then i'll i'll, I'll hear it at that point and be like what the fuck is this like oh it's this okay and then you can come back on the podcast that week and have an opinion. Yep. <laughs> yep. Are you saying he's not allowed to have an opinion until until then? That's kind of that's kind of fucked up. I guess not. Is anyone allowed to have an opinion until they've checked out the source material? I thought this was America. Oh wait. Anyway, <laughs> it's not. It's not America. <laughs> oh God. All right. Do we have any other good worlds updates? Any teams that are crushing it right now? Yeah, Evil Genius is through through against the, the Japanese team. That was pretty sad. One game or the whole series? Uh, it's best of one. They're not serious. It's best of one. Oh, yeah. And they it's the top two decide who gets to play the series to go into the next stage. Very interesting. Yeah. So there's six what six teams in each group, right? Yeah. You play each person, each other team in your group once, right? There's two groups of six. So each team plays five games. Okay. Right? After those five games, best of one, right? One, uh, Each team plays each other once. The top two in each group play each other, right? And the uh, the winners of those matches get to move on, advance to the next stage, where the other half of the teams in the tournament are waiting. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Not really sure how I feel about it, honestly. I really just want everything to be at least a best of three. That would take literally forever. Remember, it's like what twenty top twenty four uh, teams go to worlds or something like that. Yeah, and then the tournament is top sixteen, right? So the tournament is where they start doing, or no, sorry, the the group stage is still top sixteen, and then when it's top eight, then they start doing the best of series. Mm, that makes sense. Still sad about it though. Yeah, no. I mean. More league is better than less league. <laughs> oh, there will be lots of league. Don't you worry. Hon- well, honestly, <clears throat> this is kind of something to touch upon for uh, people who follow this. The current tournament format is actually kind of dog shit. It leaves a lot to be desired compared to other tournament formats that are it's common in other esports. And you can go listen to other people talk about it a lot more intelligently. Uh, but this is not the greatest format, but... It's the format we have, and the format they keep shoving down our throats, so I guess we have no choice but to enjoy it. <laughs> so enjoy it! In short form, it is what it is. Yes. Okay. But Worlds has been pretty interesting. Fnatic has looked amazingly, surprisingly strong for a team that has claimed that they haven't scrimmed at all. For a team that was missing their support on day one, and their AD carry flew in like the day before. DRX just absolutely stomping everyone in their group. Yeah, we'll see what happens with Evil Geniuses and, and Tiebreaker with the Japanese team. Oh, oh shit, there's a three-way Tiebreaker. Ooh, that's that's kind of gnarly. So, 
yeah, some banger games um, happening at Worlds, and we'll see what happens. You can check out the VODs on Riot Games Twitch, or you can check it out on their YouTube. Or lolesports.com, which is the easiest place. Or event, eventvods.com. Yeah. This is why I keep you guys around. <laughs> if you just Google LOL VODs, like, you'll find a, a good, <laughs> like, the top five links. There are one trillion places. I know what you said, but I just want to say it specifically. It's LOL VODs because it sounded like you said LLL VODs. <laughs> <laughs> so in case our listeners heard LLL, it's LOL. Okay. LLL is one of the teams. Yeah. If you Google literally LOL VODs, the top five links will all give you what you need. So That's good. The top five links? That's so many. Yeah. That's way more than I get for any of my internet searches. Stop searching such disgusting shit, then. <laughs> yeah, I have some pretty specific <laughs> tastes. But anyways. <laughs> Emily, get your man. <laughs> Divorce. <laughs> Somebody come get your mans. <laughs> I have one more topic I want to talk about before we get to like the main beef of our episode today. And that's beef. Emily and I are getting married. What? What? I know, shocking to everybody, yes. We're getting married on October 22nd, which is a Saturday. That's 20 days from now. That's less than three weeks. Instead of actually doing a podcast episode that week, we're going to just, you know, take a break, enjoy our wedding. So we'll be doing a skin giveaway that week. And so I think how it's going to work is we're going to have everybody like our social media pages we're going to share posts on all of them and you can retweet them you can share them on your facebook you can spread them all around you know the different areas that we have our posts and the more that you follow us and support our you know our discord our reddits our so on and so forth we'll give you one entry per thing described in whatever our social media posts end up saying whatever actions you take for each one that you do take you'll get one entry into the giveaway and we'll end up giving away two skins one from me and one from emily and that's the skin giveaway if you're in na we'll be able to you know figure out how to get those skins to you but if you're outside of na please make sure that you have a working paypal so that way we can paypal you the cost of skins because that's how a lot of uh the na content creators currently get around some of the uh, struggles that Riot has put in the way of things like content creators doing skin giveaways or other related topics. So that's how we're going to do it. Nothing too crazy. Make sure that you have some skins on your wish list if you're in NA. And if not, like I said, have those PayPal's ready. And more details to follow on our social medias. No, Dave and Ryan. You can't win the skins. Bro, I have way too many skins. Well, it's for Wild Rift anyways. I, well, also, I don't play that game, so don't worry about it. I also have way too many skins on Wild Rift. You have too many skins in Wild Rift, Ryan? Don't ever fucking ask me this again. I have, like, I have a lot. <laughs> way too many. Alright. How many skins do you think I have in Big League? Oh, you have, like, 300. Oh, we talked about this on one of the episodes. Yeah, the number's different now. How many do you think I have now? Is it plus or minus 300? Uh, how many total skins are there? thousands thousands actual thousands i think at least a thousand i'm gonna say dave has at least half of what's available let's see 
LOL total skins. If you count chromas, it's like over around three thousand. I guess I guess you can count chromas, sure. Then I don't I don't have half if you count chromas. Do you have three hundred? I have more than three hundred. Hachi machi. Okay, if you don't count chromas, it's about fourteen hundred. I'm gonna say Dave has seven hundred skins. That's that's my guess. He said he doesn't have half. If if you count chromas. Oh, okay. Do you have half? I have six hundred and forty. <gasps> that's so many skins. Well, to be fair, 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 this game is a fucking <laughs> decade old. That's over a decade. <laughs> that is. That's a lot of content. The real money sink is the prestige skins. How many of those do you think I have? I don't know. Uh, I don't even know what a prestige skin is, so I can't tell you. They're like the hundred dollar skins. What's a? Why would you? What's a? a how? What? The the things you have to you have to spend like mythic essence on. You have to you have to like grind out tokens during events to get. You're just making up words now to just whatever. I'm not. They effectively end up costing like a hundred dollars. How many prestige skins do you have? Twelve. That's like twelve hundred dollars. I didn't pay that much. At the at the given current conversion rate, yeah. I spent z- I spent zero. Makes you feel any better? Doesn't. I have eighty-one of ninety-one champions of Wild Rift. Antonio, there are three hundred and fifty-three skins currently available in Wild Rift. How many do you think I have? I'm gonna say you have a hundred. You can't possibly have more than a hundred skins. I don't have more than a hundred. I have less than a hundred. Okay. So in a safe case for you to say you have too many skins. I'm going to put you right around 67. Woo! 69. Oh! Emily? Bet? Hmm. Just pick a number! <laughs> I'm under pressure. It's not that high pressure of a situation! <laughs> the safest bet is either 68 or 70. Ah! <laughs> 59. Oh, Emily picks one. <laughs> uh, the closest is Dave. I have 70. Ooh, that's a lot of skins. <laughs> it is a lot of skins. Nicely job. You bought one too many. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> also, nicely job? What the fuck am I smoking? <laughs> huh? I tried to say nicely done and nice job at the same <laughs> time, and I said nicely job. <laughs> that was a great podcast episode, everybody. Time to go. Um... All right, cool. So, Ryan, my PayPal is... I'm going to DM you my PayPal, and you can send me the skin uh, code whenever. So I won the, the thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Thanks. Yes. That was easy. Yes. That's not happening. Nice. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So... Today's topics that we're going to cover today is we're going to talk about how to play from behind as a player or a champion in the game. You got thrust real deep. Spam FF. Mm. Spam. <laughs> Spam FF. Mm. <laughs> Not the options we were looking for, really. Oh. And how to play from behind also can kind of lead into how to get carried. Blame your jungler. That's an that's a, a kind of like a a parallel topic that kind of don't necessarily have everything to do with each other but they kind of rub up against each other don't and then you can also talk about (laughs) how to play from behind as a team today those are the things that we're going to cover like you write the script why do you set it up so that you have to say don't listen i gotta keep it interesting and i gotta keep the younger audience you know enthralled in the words that we're saying 
the younger audience that I swear that we tried to keep out of our stream. You disgust me. You disgust me, you dirty bird. All right, so how to play from behind. Step one, get behind the enemy. Step two, got him. <laughs> Stab him. <laughs> no, okay. I think... Step three, play shake So I think the actual... Yeah, the first actual first step to figuring this out is how to identify if you're behind in the first place. <laughs> if you are 0-1 and your opponent is 1-0... <laughs> they might, you still might, might be that far behind. That's true, because of good farming. Yeah, that might not, that might not be it. Yeah. If they've missed all their CS and like somehow you managed to lose to a buffoon that misses all their CS, <laughs> like you can still be ahead. Have you spent your gold? That's going to be a good indicator. Yeah, that's something we've talked about. I think since episode one. Yeah, definitely have talked about it since early episodes, if not episode one, episode two for sure. It's like isolated Emily. Like it's just one of the staples that are in there. Ryan says, "Spend your fucking gold." Emily says, "I'm Emily." If you're missing, you're missing an isolated Emily. Dave's probably angry. Those are the staples of our podcast. <laughs> I've worked for so long to get rid of this image. Dave is a nice, kind boy. Boy? Calm. Uh, Dave's a nice, kind of man. Hey, um, shut up. <laughs> got me. <laughs> Fucking yep. got me. Yep. All right. So I was talking with Dory about this topic earlier, and he sent me some notes that I wanted to bring up to people. Okay. So some things that you can do to help play from behind is understanding what are the champion matchups when you go into a match. So like when you are first loading into a game, you get an image of the five members of your team and the five members of the enemy team and kind of which lanes they theoretically should be playing in unless like somebody like ADC and jungle switched. So you might get some out of position this there depending on what the enemy team has been doing. But generally speaking, you should be able to look at the champions and the spells they have and figure out what positions they're probably playing. This helps you understand, especially as a juggler, how you want to be playing the game, which is figure out where your strong matchups are, your weak matchups are, and try to play the game to your strong matchups. Because obviously your weak matchups are most likely going to struggle unless the opponent has a skill issue where they're just not as good, even though they should be in a very punishing matchup, right? Like, Darius and Teemo can be in top lane, but Teemo can be trash, and Darius can still win because of that. Understanding where your strengths on the map are and where your team has an advantage over the enemy team is going to help you understand that, like, if you're falling behind in certain lanes, that doesn't necessarily mean you're falling behind on the game as a whole. And so when you start to notice that certain lanes are falling behind or maybe your team as a whole is starting to fall behind, you should find where your strong lanes are, or your strong matchups are, and try to push advantages there because that's where you're most likely to break through and maybe find like objective steals, maybe find some good ganks that set the opponents behind, maybe find some good team fights. Like if you're a support and your ADC sucks ass, but your mid and jungler are crushing it in the team fight, maybe don't heal or buff your ADC, maybe heal and buff the jungler in mid instead. So that's kind of the things you should be thinking about when I say play to your strengths is find out who's doing best on your team, even if it's not you and help play to make their game easier so they can snowball and help you either, you know, take a team fight, take an important objective or take turrets and eventually take the Nexus. Have you guys ever read an article called who's the beat down? Yes, I have. Yeah. Turns out it, it works in magic too. I mean, in uh, league of legends too. Imagine that <laughs> the magic article works in magic. Who would have thought, but yeah, no, I get what yeah, you're saying. Imagine that. Turns out it works in League of Legends, too. 
kind of expand upon what you were talking about, Antonio, with kind of ex- understanding who's strong and who's weak. You can understand these things on a on a team to team level, but understanding them in an individual matchup is also important. So understanding in your in your individual lanes, top, mid, or bot, or even jungle, right? Like who, who like who's strong in the in the individual lane? At what points is it is each individual champion strong? And you know, and to an extent, we'll talk about why they're stronger at any given point, right? But understanding who's the quote-unquote beatdown, right? Like, who's stronger at any given point in the game is really important to understanding how to play your lane, right? If you, like, if you're not the beatdown, right, you could be even in gold and uh, you're ahead because you're not supposed to be winning, right? Uh, and if you keep, if you stay even in gold, that's fine, right? But if you are the beatdown and you're even in gold, uh, that probably is bad for you because if you have a snowballing champ, then you pr- you probably want to press that advantage. It's a lot harder to do that when you're on even footing with your opponent, right? And so that kind of lends itself to talking about playing from behind, where you have to understand, like, are you actually behind, right? And you know, you you probably can play pretty safely depending on your role in your lane. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Building off of what you're saying, some things that you want to check, you know, we really harp on, like, check the minimap, check the minimap. There are more resources than just the minimap in this game, too. Other places you should be checking. You should be checking the shop relatively often. Like, anytime you go back, don't just buy items right away and then just run back out there. Something I've been learning by watching other players play is they will actually take, you know, the five or ten seconds that it takes to, you know, open the shop, check some items, figure out what builds are going on. Fuck that. Mm-mm. Hang on. Gonna cut you off. No, you should always buy your items instantly because you should always be thinking about what items are good in your game. You shouldn't have to decide when, after you get to the shop, you should already know what you're going to the shop to buy. I definitely think at higher levels of play, that's definitely true. But I think, you know, overall, like not everybody who plays this game is going to be like super skilled and it might take some practice. I definitely think, like, the goal should be you should know which items are good in which matchups, and you should try and buy them right away. Like, absolutely. That's where you want to be shooting for. Yeah, but I, I don't think you should be advocating people to spend 10, 15 seconds in Fountain, because, like, that's just bad. <laughs> A, said 5 or 10 seconds. B, <laughs> if you need to spend more time to make better purchasing decisions instead of just, like, rushing into, you know, buying whatever the pre-build is or whatever, like absolutely do the right thing instead of you know trying to rush out there because x y or z is happening on the map and what i'm saying is take some time outside of the game look at what all the items do right and figure out what items you would build in what situations maybe spend some time in practice mode practice buying some items in your matchups right Ooh, that's a good idea but like what I'm saying is, like, in your ranked games, right, don't yeah. be buying items for the first. Don't be sitting there in the shop like, what should I buy? Yeah. Right? Like, don't do that to your ranked opponent. Like, do that in normal games. Do that in practice mode. Like, don't, don't sit there. Don't sit AFK. Yeah. Don't sit there for 10 seconds in your ranked games being like, hmm, I'm really going to take some time and think about. No. Think about that outside your ranked games. Right? That's what I'm saying. Uh, that actually just, as a lesson, don't fucking practice shit in your ranked games. <laughs> don't practice new champions don't practice new tech don't practice new purchasing methods you play ranked because you're trying to show that you already know your shit okay that's a really good point ryan you feel pretty strong about this huh 
I do. I do. And you know what? I want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to cover that. <laughs> You've shown people that you know how to open the shop now. In your, in your ranked games. <laughs> I do. Actually, when I stream, I actually just sit in Fountain and just open my shop and close it the whole game. <laughs> and your teammates are appreciative that you know how to do that. Yes, exactly. I would be too. So, to clarify, I I fully advocate taking your time to understand what the like what you're purchasing and why and in what situations, but I don't advocate figuring that out in ranked. <laughs> yeah. I think that's fair. Ranked, legendary ranked, a tournament game like Yeah. Have that shit ready ahead of time. Don't <laughs> Yeah. But like when you're, you know, just hearing this for the first time and starting to practice it, like Ryan said, like practice it and, you know, practice, practice it in a custom game, practice it in bots, practice it in PVP, places where the stakes aren't necessarily, you know, high, not that legendary ranked or ranked are high stakes. This is literally what normal games are for. Yeah. (laughs) Literally what normal games are for. Allegedly. Back to the point I was making originally, which is check the shop. Yep. You know, make sure that your purchases are going well. Check, I don't know what it's called. Is it called the menu? There's a burger button in game you can click where you can see what the enemy team's building, how much gold they have. Scoreboard. Is that what it's called, the scoreboard? I don't know what burger button means. A, a burger menu is like the three little lines, and you see that menu. menu. It's called a burger menu. I've never heard it referred to as, I've never heard it referred to as, but before Antonio said that, I've never. It's the common UX term, whatever. Anyway. I didn't either tell Ryan. Okay, Ryan. I was going to say, Ryan's a programming guy. He does, like, the zeros and ones. So if he tells me it's a fucking burger, I mean, shit, I'll bring the grill. Like, whatever. Literally just Google burger menu and you'll, you'll be flooded. <laughs> anyway. I don't want burgers. It's called the scoreboard. <laughs> so, yeah, check the scoreboard. See who's doing well on the enemy team. See who's doing well on your team. See where you can help snowball. See where you can help prevent, you know, enemy team from snowballing. Okay, to be fair, if you Google Burger Menu, you get Burger King. Um, so you have to Google Burger Menu Icon. <laughs> How does it feel to get utterly destroyed live on stream? How does it feel? How does it fucking feel? I mean, to be fair, to be fair, you need to Google I, I, you need to add Icon. You need to be a little more specific. <laughs> Emily, can you can you just settle this this debate between everybody right now? What? Do you think, for the three lines that bring a menu up, do you think it is appropriately referred to as a burger button? It looks like a burger. Tell us what your heart says, not what your conscious, featured by Ryan, says. I would say no. It's not a burger! I think I'm Emily, the UX expert, to tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, she took a programming class in college, I'll have you know. She's... Pretty qualified to have an opinion here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure most of the people using the app are not UX experts. And most of the people listening are not are not UX experts. I'm pretty sure most of the people designing the app aren't UX experts. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the scoreboard button. <laughs> yeah, so check the scoreboard. Check what enemy team is building. See if you can counter build. Get that knowledge before the game starts of what counter building is and then while in game figure out which items you need to buy to counter build i don't know what else can you do there's another thing that i wanted to say that you could check like so you can also customize your item builds Mm -hmm. 
Are we talking about just item stuff or, or still talking about like stuff to do when you're behind? Oh, that's fair. We got off topic. Thank you, Dave. You can still buy items when you're behind. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah, buying items is important when you're behind. Like there's there's a pretty common trap that I see a lot of people fall into when they're behind in that it's getting distracted when you're talking about playing but from behind. That's classic. <laughs> that's true. A lot of people, especially uh, particularly top laners, will tend to go off build and they'll like try and build tanky or like yeah they'll just try and build tanky for for whatever reason when they're they usually don't build tanky when they start losing and that's super counterproductive because like you're just going up you're going against what your champion's trying to do right so like don't fall into the trap of just because you start losing a little bit you try and build defensively like don't do that just build like you normally would because you have to be useful yeah i think there's room for deviation in there like for example i think an item like Seeker's Arm Guards or Hex Drinker are fine items to pick up along the way because they're a little defensive, but they still have offensive uh, attributes that help keep like keep you in the game. But like, don't go and build like a a Randuin on Zed or something because you're behind. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of thing I mean. So like, <laughs> like a Hex Drinker, you were gonna build that into an AP uh, an AP matchup anyway. Yep. But I mean, I mean more like I don't know. Like an eighty carry building hex drinker, yeah. Like that just doesn't make any sense. Yep. Stuff like that. If you're behind, the enemy team's going to be doing more damage than you, right? You can't out tank them, right? Your only chance really is going to be to catch them and out and outburst them or something. So, uh, if you build tanky, <laughs> you're kind of leaning away from your out. <laughs> yeah, you're you're building your champion in a way that it isn't meant to be built. So you're making yourself less effective when you're already less effective because you're down in gold. So you're just compounding the problem that you're already trying to overcome by spending your gold inefficiently. That's why I always give up first blood on Darius and then build Infinity Edge. That's so smart. Yep. They never see it coming. Don't fucking listen to these clowns. <laughs> yeah, build Stormraiser. God. No, don't do don't fucking do that either. <laughs> build Black Cleaver like a normal human being on Darius. I mean, they they should be able to hear the sarcasm in my, my voice. I don't know about Ryan's. I'm, I've never been sarcastic once in my life. That's because Ryan's sarcastic at all times. I mean, I am too. I've never been sarcastic in my life. That's true, too. Guys, can you explain to me what this word you're saying is? Because I don't understand it. Oh, goodness. <laughs> sarcasm? So a burger button is a word that uh, sub-UX designers use uh, about the three dots. Thank you! <laughs> Not three dots, three lines. Yeah, it's the three dots, but it, it really confuses people, so nobody uses that. Says who? Says Google? Burger menu icon. No, but if you type in just burger button, it takes you nowhere useful. So moving on. Says Dave. Burger button. Master of Google. <laughs> I get literally, what is a hamburger button? How does it work? That seems pretty useful. The second one. Or sorry, uh, b- burger menu. I told you Burger Menu brings the Burger King. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the problem. Oh, that's... What? Pause. I figured out what the problem is, y'all. It's because when you type burger button, they think it's a cheeseburger button. We needed the hamburger button. That's the problem. I, I fucked up by calling it a burger button by not calling it a hamburger button. So I will own credit for this miscommunication. That is my fault. What the hell is wrong with you? 
There's a common variation called a cheeseburger button where the top lane is yellow. That's interesting. I'm I'm kidding. I'm fucking with you. There's not. <laughs> Lol. I think it's a stupid name, and oh thank you, Emily. God. We need to move on. Thank you, Emily. Wow. The voice of reason. No, this is not a UX <laughs> podcast, and I'm going to talk to you guys about why that's a good fucking anyway. All right. So when you're playing from behind as a team. One of the major things you need to do is not play out of position and not take dangerous maneuvers. Like, you shouldn't be roaming very far into enemy territory or very far into river to get vision because you'll probably get ganked, considering that your enemies are ahead and, like, they can pretty much go where they want. Don't go anywhere alone. Buddy system. Yeah, like, make sure that you're, you know, using your turrets advantageously. Try to get waves to freeze in front of your tower if you can. If you are in a position where you can farm safely, you should try to shove your lane under their turret so you're denying them gold. Like, it comes down to trying to claw back in using micro advantages. And if you find a position where you can get picks on enemy team members, where you can, you know, team up on them and kill them, like, those are also going to help you claw back into the game. Getting vision on objectives can also help you get back into the game because you can see... Let's say you see two or three of the enemy team fighting an objective and you see somebody else trying to split push, you can suddenly go kill that split pusher. Or you can try and contest the dragon with four or five team members. So it gives you more options the more you use the map and vision and playing safely to your advantage. Any thoughts as a team? Well, I think the main thing you have to do as a team is control vision most of the time you're going to be behind when the enemy team is able to push into your territory because they're taking t- uh, towers and taking uh, objectives that allow them to push into your territory. So if you still have some amount of vision control like in your jungle, you're able to flank them while they're pushed into your territory. So having that vision control becomes very important. If you don't have vision control in that area, you can never push out so you can't farm safely. So you need to keep that. And if you if you don't have it, you also can't contest things like Dragon or Baron. So it becomes very important. Yeah. Vision is so important to being able to play this game. It's just one of the many ways you can get free or low-cost information. Ryan, do you have any thoughts as far as like team play when you're behind? Communication, which is really hard to solo queue. But if you're doing duo, trio, or a five-stack, communicating when you're uh, far behind is really important. I mean, communicating is always important. But one of the reasons vision is so powerful is because not only does it tell you where they are, but it also tells you where they aren't. <laughs> um, you can communicate with your team to, to, to use that information in creative ways. And um, I don't know, honestly, there was a really uh, interesting post on, on Reddit a couple days last week, a couple weeks ago. I put it in our Discord in the Tips and Tricks channel. Um, but basically, someone goes through and shows you all the different examples of how vision works on, like, just naturally works on the map. It's actually pretty surprising where you can hide <laughs> in kind of plain sight around a lot of corners and stuff. The vision system is actually kind of robust. I found it very interesting and enlightening personally, so thank you for sharing that video, Ryan. Yeah, when you think about how it works. And so, Watch that video if you get a chance because it's super informative and knowing those kind of things helps you when you play from behind, right? Because if you can clear out their vision or you know where their vision is and you have your own vision, you can use those blind spots to kind of catch them off guard and and, and uh, pick them off and hopefully turn the tide of the game back in your favor. Hell yeah. 
blind spots are super like there are some like super big brain plays you can do so people say things like this is uh, admittedly a little bit of a tangent off the playing from behind thing and this is kind of to talk about vision real quick but people talk about lane gank where the the jungler will gank like through the lane as opposed to like through the river or whatever (laughs) that like that actually it can be a little more effectively set up because if you push the minion wave far up ahead they can't they actually don't have vision of the brushes closest to your tower right so if you push the minion wave up let the jungler sneak in through the lane into the uh, the brush there and then let the wave push back now your jungler can gank them from inside the lane without the manager actually ever having seen them come in. And that's just kind of an example of how you can manipulate vision, the neutral vision and the fog of war that exists on the map to, to trick your opponents. It's super powerful. Um, and it's it, I think it's probably the main comeback mechanic in League of Legends. That's fair. I think that's a really good take. The main comeback mechanic? That's what you said, right? Yeah. In the game, for sure. What do you think, Dave? Do you think that's a hot take? Do you think that's accurate? He's he's busy playing TFT, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's accurate. If I disagreed, I would have disagreed immediately and loudly. All right, fair. You got me there. All right, all right. That is true. Silence is compliance. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. That's for definite. As far as getting other players on your team snowballing and staying snowballing and stopping enemy team snowballs uh understanding champion power spikes is pretty important so understanding that somebody's not great in the early game or great in the early game and vice versa somebody being good in the late game versus not good in the late game understanding those power spikes will help you also be able to make better decisions so like if it's 25 minutes in and their leeson has most of their kills you can probably be careful around him, but you probably don't have to focus on killing him. If there's a vein on the enemy team, for example, with that Lee Sin, you probably want to focus on the later game on like CCing and taking out the vein, for example, because her power spike after several items and several minutes of gameplay is going to be way higher than any damage Lee Sin can do full build. And when you are helping those who are snowballing on your team, you, during engages, want to take out again the people who are at their power spikes or snowballing already on their team you want to focus your cc on them you don't want to take out their tanks who are trying to tank the damage you don't want to take out no blow everything on nautilus super worth it no (laughs) no (laughs) the opposite of what you want to do kill the adc kill the snowballing mid (laughs) doesn't matter if they ace you and then get dragon and baron you got the nautilus it's all worth it, baby. It's not. It's just not. Dave's smiling because he knows it's worth it. Dave's just vibing, bro. He's just trying to vibe. Emily also knows it's worth it. And that's why she is a good player. Emily's not a good player. She's a great player. Emily's DD carry, so she is happy that that, not- that Nautilus is dead. Every AD carry is going to be happy that Nautilus is dead, I guarantee you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You won't get flamed in chat. Also, Dory, that motherfucker tricked me, by the way. Doesn't sound hard. <laughs> we were playing a game, and um, uh, somebody said something stupid, like, ah, jungle diff in chat or whatever. And I'm like, this motherfucker right here is like, oh, you can fix that. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, go to your settings. I'm like, cool. And he's like, change it to party only. Yep. Ha! Turn off chat. 
And I did. Turn off chat, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I did, right? No, and I figured that out, and I'm like, oh, I'll fix that. And I haven't fixed it still, so I've, like, tried to go into chat to, like, yell at people or maybe say <laughs> some, you know, League of Learning, Wild Rift podcast-friendly things. And uh, I can't because party chat's still enabled. <laughs> See? Notice chat's a lot quieter, though. League of Legends is infinitely better game when you turn off the chat capability. I have some things I would like to express that are maybe a little more complicated than what the pings offer. Fuck you, shitter. I'm going to fuck your mom tonight. No. No. They don't have a ping for that. That's fair. That's fair. But I can't say after next fight, group dragon. I'm pretty sure there's a preset that's close to that. Have you looked at all the presets that you can change? I haven't looked at the presets. That's a good point. Yeah, can can you, like, ping assist me? assist me yeah i'm pretty sure you, you can change you can swap them out i'm pretty sure there's one like that in there yeah dude they're not gonna listen to you anyway that's you know what that's a good point i was gonna be like dave they're not gonna listen if i say assist me but you're also right they're not gonna listen if i say group after next fight words pings you can pay in 20 bucks they're not gonna do what you want let's see quick chat there's one that's group up and pick them off one by one have you seen that one that one i have that one's great Voice classic. Nobody listens. Don't fight. Wait for the group. That's close. Farm. Don't fight. These are oddly specific things to ignore. Do not engage. Let's invade the enemy jungle. Don't use that one. That one's bad. I, I guarantee that one has never been used correctly. Not once. <laughs> Spam that every game. Spam it. I'm ganking top. I'm ganking bot. I'm ganking mid. Okay. So what were we talking about? We we're talking about what? How useless the ping system is in Wild Rift. Oh, we're talking about how the game is better when you count chat. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I'd argue it also makes you just a better person. <laughs> that one might be true. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've heard that Chunko dude say some pretty heinous things to his friends. Yeah, same. Yep. Happens. Happens. It's just, it's part of the game. Thankfully, we're just uh, workplace proximity associates, so I've never uh, had to deal with that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Anybody else have anything they want to close out with today? Any sweet gameplay stuff? Oh, I got – so (laughs) I got a pentakill on Lee Sin. Ooh. Yes. An ARAM, which is cool um, because I feel like I played pretty well to get it, um, and then I lost that game, um, so that sucked. No, I hate it when I get a penta and lose. Yeah. We call that a D-cleave. We call that a D-cleave. Do call that a D-cleave. <laughs> so, uh, you you know that you get ratings after games, and I've gotten, oh, you know, I've got Bs, i got As, i got Ss. I got a triple S. I didn't even know, you, I didn't even know there was a triple S. Yeah. I got a triple S for that game, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> What's weird is I don't think there's a double S. I think there's S and triple S. <laughs> Or maybe it's just very specific what you do have to do to get a double S. You know, you got to get one pentakill, not two or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hate to see it happen. Yeah. Overshooting your pentacup. All right. Let's close out this podcast episode before we random- ramble on for too long. Yeah. All right. So cheese dust. Um... <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No, Jesus dust. <laughs> it's everywhere. Emily, Dave, y'all got anything? No. No? No. Dave? No, she's just Emily. You're saying I can go back to playing Batman? Is that what you're saying? I think so, my friend. Dave, enjoy TFT. I'm not even 
this isn't even TFT. Dude, it's so funny how Batman's like, I don't kill people. And then he just, like, bashes their kids or fucking skulls in, you know? Like, <laughs> nope. He, he doesn't kill people. He just lets them die later in the hospital. <laughs> They're not dead yet. I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah, ve- vegetables can't die. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Batman. Thank you for listening, everybody. This was a great episode. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Say your goodbyes. Bye. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs>